What's up, everybody? My name is Josh Tapp, and welcome to the Lucky Entrepreneur Podcast. So today is day number one, and I hope you're excited because if you're listening to this, that means that you've been attracted by either our title of our podcast or you've seen some of our marketing or you've heard somebody tell you about it, and it's been pushing you back to to this episode, to the very beginning. So this episode today, guys, I'm going to be delving into my origin story, okay? Um, If you know me at all, I am a huge fan of the Avengers. I've even got posters of them all over my office because I just, I love everything about the Avengers and I'm a total nerd. If you want to be my friend, all you have to do is go onto our Facebook page, Lucky Entrepreneur, and just start mentioning things about me and Avengers, and I'm pretty sure we'll become best friends because I love everything about it, especially if you know things about it that I don't because I'm always learning. (laughs) So anyways, you can do that on the Lucky Entrepreneur Facebook page. But guys, the purpose of this podcast, and I wanted to help people understand that I'm not here to say, oh, I'm some big corporate millionaire who is super successful and model everything I do, you know? I, I'm, I'm just a regular guy. Um, I wanna share my origin story about, about my entrepreneurial journey and how I'm still on it. Um, the whole point of this podcast is for me to document my journey because I wanna help you to win. I wanna put you into an environment where you will win over and over and over again because you're taking that time to create an environment where you're going to win. So the lucky entrepreneur, right? Our whole phrase, everything that we stand by is make your own luck, okay? You're gonna hear me say that over and over and over and over again because I am a firm believer in putting yourself in the environment to win. You see all these people who win over and over again as business owners, right? And we say, wow, how did, how did they get that overnight success, right? We see, we see all these people who become millionaires and to us, it seems like they just, they just got lucky or they, they know one thing that we don't know. And, and the reality is it's not one thing. The, the way that people are winning is they're creating an environment in which to win. And then they're, they're getting those same obstacles we're getting but they climb over them, they break through them, they go out and, and win uh, against those obstacles so that they can, you know, they can, they can create those failures <laughs> that will compound for their success over time. And what we're gonna be delving into with this podcast is how to create that environment, okay? It's not just gonna be me talking. So I hope you're excited because I'm personally gonna be sharing my journey, but it's not just gonna be me. I'm gonna be interviewing some of the top entrepreneurs all across the world so that they can be sharing some of these things. How do they break through those obstacles? How do they create that environment to, to be able to win? What tools specifically do they use to win? And we're gonna be talking about all these different things to make sure that you can copy those things, apply them to your business, create a, a battle plan for yourself so that you can create your own luck. But like I said, guys, today is my origin story. And over the next four episodes, I'm gonna be sharing some of my personal experiences that have helped shape my life and helped put me into a a better situation. So just so you guys understand, we just cycled in our business, okay? We just went through, built up a big business, got quite a bit of revenue coming in, and then it tanked. It tanked, it absolutely tanked. We lost everything. We're down to clear down to zero. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna be loud about this. I don't, I don't wanna just be like, oh, you know, boo-hoo, I, I, I failed, quote unquote, right? I, I wanna be out there and showing people what I failed at, how I failed at, so that you can, you can win, okay? And just so you know, this is not the first business I failed at. I have done over five companies in the last three years. Every single one of them has won and then failed, and then won and then failed. And actually, it hasn't been three years, it's been five years, but regardless, <laughs> um, we've been spending all this time doing all these different businesses, but I, I want you to know that that I'm, I'm in the trenches with you, okay? And I'm not ever going to share something that I don't believe in. Every time I make an episode, it's going to be about something I'm either passionate about, um, a tool that I know for a fact works, I'm gonna interview somebody that I know has won because I don't wanna interview people who haven't 
haven't overcome obstacles, okay? If, if they just, you know, mabby pamby their way and got all successful through luck, then, I mean, obviously we're not gonna be interviewing them, but we want to be learning from people who've gone out and, and done it. So I'm gonna get started now with my origin story, four minutes into this, right? <laughs> I'm gonna delve pretty deep, pretty far back, I guess I could say, into my life story. So just so you know, I was raised in a family uh, my dad is an entrepreneur, has always been an entrepreneur, and for most of my growing up life, he was a contractor. So he built cabins in a forested area in Idaho, which is where I'm from, and I, I grew up kind of doing work with him, but he taught me the, the value of becoming, you know, becoming a person of, of value. So one of the things I learned early on from my dad is he went growing up, you know, we used to work construction for us, for him, and we'd pay, he'd pay us, um, you know, little bits of money to do construction work for him. And then when we got older, he'd end up paying us more. But then he did something that, that drastically changed the trajectory of my life. So when I was about six, seven years old, right around there, my dad started getting really heavily into leadership, um, and into, to personal growth. So he got really excited about it and said, you know what, guys, if you, We'll read, read a book. I will pay you 20 bucks just for reading one of these books every time. So me being the lazy person, right? <laughs> I said, I'm not, I don't want to do, um, I don't want to do manual labor. So I went out and said, okay, well, I'm, I'm just going to read like 20 bucks a week. So I did. I started tearing through these books. When I was home, I'd get home and I'd, I'd read all sorts of great books. And the first one I read was The Richest Man in Babylon, which by the way, if you want to understand money on a whole new level, that's the first book you should start with. That changed my life, even at that young age, and helped me see money in a whole new way. So when my dad turned me on to those books, I got so excited because A, I was making money, but B, I was actually starting to, to learn from these things. And I realized from one of the books that, oh, you can sell things and that people want, and you're going to come out on top, right? <laughs> you're gonna win, it's gonna be easier, right? Quote, unquote, easier. So the lazy side of me says, okay, well, I could do this, you know, and not have to read books even. <laughs> so I, I went out and I, my eight-year-old self, I collected all of my broken toys, my rock collections, uh, my lucky rabbit's foot, all that stuff. And then I put it into a trailer, a little lawnmower trailer, took it on my lawnmower and towed it clear to the end of my parents' street. So again, we're from Idaho. We live in a community of about 60,000 people. And we were kind of more, we were further away from town, so about two miles from town. So the, the road I went to was, was mildly trafficked. I said, this is about as far as my parents are going to let me go without getting in trouble. <laughs> so I, I towed the trailer with all of my crap down there, made a makeshift table on the back of it. And then I took a white poster board and with pencil, I wrote stuff for sale. <laughs> um, that's great marketing, right? That was, that's lesson number one for me, I think, was, was my marketing was very poor. But what I did is I sat there on the side of the road for the entire day. Not a single person stopped. We had about probably, I would say probably 100 cars, 150 cars would pass every hour. Nobody stopped to even be nice to me. So first off, I have sympathy nowadays for, for kids. If they're on the side of the road and I have money, I'm like, I'm going to give you money. <laughs> I just, I feel the pain, right? And they're really wanting to be entrepreneurial. So I love to support that. So anyways, I, I sat there at the end of the, of our road for, for most of the day. And then near the end of the day, my brother's friend, so one of my older brothers, um, his friend was probably like 18 at the time. Um, he came up to me and, looked through my stuff and gave me a quarter for, for a polished rock. <laughs> um, but more than just, you know, 
making me me happy that I made money, I realized I just made 25 cents to sit here. <laughs> it, it just changed my total paradigm. I said, wow, if I can learn how to sell this better, I'm like, what would happen if that happened every hour? I can make 25 cents an hour, right? My little entrepreneurial brain's going, getting me all excited. Um, and I was mildly defeated because I was like, dang, I only made that much. But then my parents found out I did that and said, hey, you probably don't want to sit at the end of the road being good parents because they don't want me to get stolen, right? Um, <laughs> they had me come back and uh, anyways, my dad explained more about entrepreneurialism that way. But that's not where my, my entrepreneurial pursuits ended, right? Here I am, I don't know, what is it, 20 years later? <laughs> and I'm, I'm still an entrepreneur and I'm so glad I'm still an entrepreneur. But there were many different pieces like this that absolutely changed my paradigm because it helped me see what entrepreneurialism really is. The best part about after this experience, right? So I'm sitting, I get home from sitting on the end of the street. My dad has started to make some connections in the, um, in basically in every area because he's becoming more wealthy, right? He's, he's learning how to become successful. So he starts interacting with more successful people. Then one day he said, he invited a, a millionaire over, the first millionaire I had ever met. His name was Manasse Fotu. To this day, I remember him because he was this big old Tongan guy um, with a passion I have never seen. <laughs> um, he had become a, a millionaire in network marketing, right? So he's he'd gone out and basically off of pure passion and sales ability, made himself a millionaire. Um, and my parents were involved with this network marketing company with him. And and from that, I started to see, wow, you, you can make money doing some pretty incredible things. And being around those people, being around, so this Manasse Fotu guy, and then there was one guy who to this day is still an idol of mine, his name's Chris Brady, amazing leadership guru, uh, multimillionaire, but I ended up playing with his kids multiple times because my parents and him got to know each other really well. Um, and through that experience, I started to see the lifestyle that you could have by being wealthy. And what was funny is I'm, I'm not like most people where I'm like, oh, they, they have boats, they have houses. These people had time. They would just go off for three months at a time and visit Italy or spend three months in Africa building schools for kids or, or whatever. And I was like, I want that. I want that lifestyle. Um, and honestly, in my opinion, I, I thought the only way I could get there was through being entrepreneurial. And I, I grew up in that environment learning that, oh, okay, if I can just create a system, I can become wealthy. So through my, my high school years and everything, I started to go out and to, you know, spend my time in, in becoming like mowing, mowing lawns or, you know, doing other sort of businesses. Like that's so like, I could gain money like selling candy door to door. Uh, I did everything because I knew if I did those little things, I could make some extra money and I could become wealthy one day, right? But here was the best thing. One of the biggest lessons I learned transitioned very directly into my education. So I get into high school, right? Um, my mom actually homeschooled me for three years, which was like the worst three years of my life. No, I love my mom, but I, I did not like being home. I'm a very social person. I love people. So I, I wanted to get to school. And when I got to school, I'm there and I, I just kind of start doing the school thing. Um, and for the first two years of school, I was just worried about friends and ended up um, only getting like a 2.4 GPA those first two years. And then people started bringing up this thing called college <laughs> um, and, and careers. And I, up to that point, my parents had maybe mentioned college a few times. They're both college grads. So, you know, to them it was, it was important, but they didn't really push it very hard. Um, my parents said, you know, you, 
you do what you want to do, basically. Um, and what ended up happening was I, I looked at, at where I was at and I said, wow, I, I'm not winning at this. And why am I not winning? And the entrepreneurial side of me is like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to go own a business, right? I, I'm going to start up more businesses and everything. And then I started to think, well, what if I do want to go to college? You know, what if I do want a career? And, you know, in business, is that going to matter if I, if I know math, right? <laughs> um, everybody will tell you it doesn't, but I personally use that all the time. <laughs> the math I learned in, in high school and college and everything. But what happened was I, I said, okay, who is winning at this school game? So I went to three or four of my friends who were 4.0 students and I just started to look at what they were doing. How much time were they spending on homework? How much time would they be at school? Would they go talk with their teachers afterwards? You know, how good are they at tests? Do you have to be good at tests? And I, I found all the little pieces of what they were good at and then I created my own plan. I said, okay, these are things that play to my strengths and here are some things that play to my weakness or that help me avoid more of my weaknesses to help me do better. And guys, guess what? I got a 4.0 for both my junior and my senior year, okay? That was not saying I got 100% on every test. I realized one of my biggest weaknesses was I was horrible at testing. So I did all of the homework and I made sure I did all the extra credit assignments and I did all the things because I'm like, I know I can do those well enough to get good grades. And then when I would go and get a C on the test or I'd bomb the test, I would still come out on top with an A in the class because it would average out, right? So I gained that understanding and that that skill that I learned there has translated over into my college degrees, into everything I've done because I said, oh, if I just get a system that works for me and not just a system that's generic and works for everybody, I, I found that if I did that for myself, I can win. And that opened my eyes. And I would encourage all of you, as you're looking at this and you're hearing these stories, you're hearing me talk about, about my past, you're going to see that you can do this yourself. You can create your own system and you can learn how to, to, to create a system for yourself. Don't be looking for somebody's done for you blueprint. Everybody kind of has a framework that, that works, but the reality is you have to pick what works best for you. Because for some people, so for example, let me go back to that example of the, the millionaire, the first millionaire I met, Manasse Fotu, right? The dude was a firecracker. I could not keep up with him. His passion was so intense because I ended up working with him later, which I'll talk about later. Um, he, he was just so passionate, so intense that, um, I, I just couldn't keep up with him. And his system was basically, you talk to everybody. If you're at the gas station, you talk to people, you know, like you, you just network all the time. And for me, I was like, I, I love people, but I am not that good. I am not that, that, uh, good of a salesman yet. And it really got me excited because I said, well, I, I don't have to be that good. All I have to do is find my own path that works for me. So guys, with that, I hope that that is a really good understanding of where I was at. This, this gives you a good foundation. And over the next three episodes, I'm going to be talking about some more huge life-changing experiences. And I hope you get a ton of value out of these because I'm trying to put my heart and soul into this. I hope you can hear that. I'm just so excited about it. And I want to make sure that you're all feeling my passion. Um, I want you to feel that you can, you can create that own situation to where you will become a better person. So guys, with that, go out there today and make your own luck. 
If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode of the Lucky Entrepreneur Podcast, feel free to leave us a rating or a review or to subscribe as we'll continually be releasing new episodes that will help you to make your own luck. Additionally, if you feel like you need some extra help or some extra resources in, in launching your business or improving your business, you can reach out to us on the Lucky Entrepreneur Facebook page. I will personally be in there answering any questions you might have, as well as directing you to the trainings and the tools and everything that we have within the Facebook page. So all you have to do is either look in the show notes or go to the Lucky Entrepreneur Facebook page.